It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Well, it's that favorite point of the playoff push. It's the bye week. And Matt Derrick is here from Chiefs Digest to fill us in on what's going on with this team and how they prepare for the next step forward. We're going to go over that plus matchups on wildcard weekend today on Locked on Chiefs. From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked on Chiefs podcast. Welcome back, everybody. We're brought to you today by Prize Picks. It's the easiest way to play daily fantasy sports. You can use our code Locked On to get 100% deposit at prizepicks.com. And there's a lot to, to dig about that because you can now look at other games that really don't affect the Kansas City Chiefs. He's Matt Derrick from Chiefs Digest. I'm Ryan Tracy. Welcome to the show. Thanks for making us your first listen. Make the Locked On NFL Draft Show your next listen. I just did a mock draft that you guys are going to dig. I think that'll be fun. And thanks for being here. Make sure you like, sub, and hit the bell. Matt, can you take a breath now and like feel relaxed about what's about to happen? <laughs> oh, this is, I mean, if you're a one seed, this is the, the best week of the season. You just get to sit back and watch everybody else uh, take some shots at each other and try and get through it. Well, you, know, you get to sit back and relax and just enjoy some football. That's, that's where I'm at too. And this is what I want to talk about now that it's, there's no news other than Patrick Bob part of a soccer team um, to match his wife. So they have, you know, his and hers now, I guess. Um, they're not a lot of news, but I want to take stock here. And obviously a lot of positive information uh, from DeMar Hamlin, something that led to the situation the Chiefs are in. Maybe they got the one seed anyway, but they have it. And so just taking stock of that, when the discussion was all going on about what the rule changes were going to be and everything, I, I was pretty clear in that I would prefer – to have, if I'm any team involved, to have the first round by, then I care about playing a home AFC championship team. It'd be one thing if they had to go away. But for the Chiefs, playing neutral versus having that extra week of rest, I think this is the best scenario for them. Do you agree? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you look at it historically. I mean, the fact of the matter is, is that I, I think that by helps teams immensely. I mean, you look at it and yeah, I mean, being the one seed gives you the best chance of making it to the Super Bowl. We'll see if that continues in the era of only one bye week, but I still think that is tremendously advantageous because there's just one less opportunity to get knocked out. But the rest that you get from it, I mean, you know, hey, last year would the Chiefs season have been postseason been differently if they'd had to buy and wasn't playing, you know, in a third playoff game? I mean, you never know. Being yeah. Bengals obviously made it through without a buy last year, so your mileage may vary. But I, I mean, I don't think there's any doubt that one week of rest absolutely helps out, um, especially for a team like the Chiefs. I think I don't think that they're at risk of you know losing any momentum. I mean, I think they're a veteran enough team, even with all the round players. Um, you know, that's the only thing that I would say would maybe be the caveat if you dig deep in it is that playoff football is faster than anything these young guys have seen. So it's going to be up to them in divisional week now to really adapt to that speed because you're playing some rookies in some very key situations. So that's my only concern. The rest of it, though, um, getting your offensive line healthy, getting Patrick Mahomes healthy, getting your receivers healthy, the, the defensive backs across the board, Frank Clark. Uh, just the the extra week of rest is huge, and I think that's a, a definite advantage. 
Yeah, for for the rookies, it's like they've been running stairs for the last hour. And now they got to do box jumps. Uh, it is a, a a giant leap. It's not just a step up. It's a giant leap to playoff play. And health goes into that. I think this is great for for vets like Jarek McKinnon, obviously for Frank Clark, who came up with a groin injury last week. Uh, hopefully we see him back at practice when they return. Uh, I haven't seen any update on that. I, I don't know that you have. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's still quiet on that front, isn't it? Yeah, Andy was giving all the guys a couple of days off this week. I mean, staff will be in, you know, working on all, looking at all the potential playoff teams. Players usually, you know, when they've gotten to buy, get back on Thursday or Friday. Um, they'll have like a, and, and Saturday they begin preparation just like it's a, a game weekend. You know, they'll get together on Saturday for a run through. Sunday they usually get together for a, a workout just to, to get a little sweat going. Not exactly a game situation, but, you know, to kind of simulate a game, working out a little bit. And then Monday starts actual game prep. So uh, the guys get a true few days of rest to kind of kick back and relax before getting back into it at the end of the week. Now that said, uh, Tooney has been injured. Sneed has been injured. Uh, is this is this a week where I, I think some guys can go away if they want, but it, will the facility be open? Can they continue to get the, the extra rehab, the extra rest, just work on their bodies in the meantime? Oh yeah, the guys the guys who need rehab and are, are going through that, they'll continue to come into the facility to get their to get work in. And yeah, there's there'll be some guys who just come in and they'll lift weights and get some work on 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 their own. So you're right. I mean, it's not a ton of time necessarily for anybody to to get away to a beach. Although you know, if you got the means and the ability, there's probably a few guys who might do that. Uh, but you know, this it, this group isn't generally like what you see in some other markets. I mean, they they don't necessarily go out and party. Um, Andy's got him on a pretty tight leash. So his, his message to them is usually, you know, get a few days of sleep, get some rest, relax, and get ready to hit it. Yeah, I, I can imagine that that's the way it's got to be. Now, should get a couple of players back, knock on wood, in uh, Cole Hardman, Sky Moore. Uh, any any hiccups, anything that you're waiting to hear about in, that might be counteract to that? I mean, the only thing you're just hoping for is that there hasn't been another setback of any sort. I mean, you know, McCall Hardman's the one to watch. Um, if he comes back and, like you said, you've got Sky Moore and this is another week of rest for Kadarius Tony to, to bounce back from everything that he's had this season, I mean, that's huge. I mean, this would be the first game that the Chiefs have had everybody healthy in that wide receiver group. And, and as a result, I mean, if that's the case, I mean, I'm expecting Andy Reid to pull out a few tricks. I mean, it, it won't necessarily be uh, wide open. I mean, I don't think you're going to see Kadarius Tony out there for 40 snaps or anything. But if you see him out there for 10, 20 snaps and, and you see McCole Hardman and him on the field for a few snaps, then, you know, you can kind of see what you can do. I mean, that's going to get some defense's attention. And you're going to be able to show some defense's looks they haven't seen before. So, you know, that's that's some of the stuff I'm sure they're working on this week is just, you know, what can they come up with that, you know, some teams haven't seen and take advantage of this ability that they're going to have to maybe put some guys with some speed out there that they haven't had for a while. Yeah, that's a nice plus. Now, they made an acquisition. Uh, Justin, no, I'm sorry, not Justin, <laughs> John Ross. Now there's two Rosses. Um, uh, folks were concerned that may, maybe this was a practice squad, something that would be available. But as we understand, we, we don't expect to see him anything other than a futures contract, right? Yeah, everything that you're hearing with as far as tr tryouts, anything like that, almost all of it's going to be, you know, reserve future. There might be a couple of guys that, you know, pop up that, you know, they feel like that the Chiefs can turn the bottom of the practice squad or somebody that want to get an actual look on the field. You'll see that sometimes at this time of year. But yeah, remember, they can sign, you know, 20 some odd guys to reserve future contracts. So you're going to be seeing a, a lot of that, you know, that's tis the season for reserve futures deals. Yes, it is the season. That's for sure.
as the season goes on, we need to talk about the matches we're going to see on wildcard weekend. It's going to affect what happens with the Kansas City Chiefs. But first, a word from our pals. We are sponsored today by TurboTax. And why don't you go to TurboTax and not do your taxes? That's the newest thing. You can meet with an expert that'll do them for you. It's right there online that can relieve all the stress and all the needs that you have to get this thing done. You can spend your time watching things uh, and not doing taxes, Un- unpacking a moving box and not doing your taxes. You can spend you know, singing a, a lullaby to the kids and not doing taxes. Or like me, you can just clean the house and fix the broken water heater and do all the things that I should have been doing for the last six months and not do my taxes. So there's a lot that comes with it. All you got to do is come over there and uh, check out TurboTax.com. It's easy. You can go there, learn all about it, and get your expert set up for you. And they'll do your, your taxes from start to finish, ensuring your taxes are done right so that you can relax and do something else. It's Intuit TurboTax. Check them out today. We have our guarantees are over there, but full service products are only and a video meeting is expected and required with a video expert and yourself. See the guarantee details over at TurboTax.com slash guarantees. And also, if you're going to be doing that, you might have a little extra time to play some Ultimate GM. Check them out. We are really pumped about our new partner and sponsor today's episode, Ultimate Football GM, the mobile game. I know you've dreamed of being a GM before. This lets you do it. Hiring the right coaches, coordinators, trading players, making draft picks, navigating through free agency. It's all included. It's challenging. It's realistic. And you can get into it now. There's no limit. You can play 30, 40 seasons if you want. And right now, our listeners get 100% free boost when they sign up for their franchise with our promo code locked on. It lets you be the ultimate GM. That's what it's for. You go to their game store, you use our code locked on to make sure that you get it. Download the game. It's ultimate-gm.com. Or you can look it up on the app stores, whichever you prefer. It's ultimate-gm.com. That's where you can start your dynasty today. Matt, every time about this year, we do start looking at matchups, who's going to play who, and what the future might bring. Sometimes it's kind of just folly because strange things happen in the opening round of the playoffs. But if we take a step back, there's a lot that can go into this particular field. I'd like to start on the AFC side. It is a couple of matchups. It is a repeat of last week for Cincinnati playing Baltimore. It is at Cincinnati. There's no coin toss. Nothing is straightforward. It is the Miami Dolphins and Tyreek Hill playing at Buffalo. Which of those do you think should be the closer game? I'm, I'm, well, I mean, it really depends on the quarterback situations because with both the Dolphins and, and the Ravens, we really, you know, even at this point in the week, don't have a whole lot of insight and clarity on about who's going to be playing. So that's a big part of it. I mean, if, if, if Tua and Jackson are both going, I, I would, I still think that the Ravens and Bengals has a much better chance. Uh, I, I, I like the coaching situation there, the matchup better. Ravens are going to be a little salty over what happened last week. And if they've got Salt and Lamar Jackson, that can be a closer game. I still think that the Bengals pull that one out. But the Dolphins are, I mean, that's a mess right now. I mean, I'm not even sure two is enough to come back and and bring that thing into sanity. Bills have got a lot of emotion still riding. You know, let's see if they're able to still maintain that edge. But the Dolphins are one of those teams in good grief. They, I mean, if this, if the season was one more week, they're not in the playoffs. I mean, that's the direction that they were going. And and certainly, you look at them on the field, one bad quarter or two, and, and they might be fighting amongst themselves and checking out. So it feels to me like that's going to be a little bit more of a wide open game. 
I, I would imagine the Bills and the Bengals both escape those two games with victories. Okay. I, I'm kind of feeling that same way too, but I, I do think the physical one in Cincinnati is going to be a little bit closer, and I, I'm hoping there's a lot of physicality there that, that takes it right up to the edge. Now, that said, the big matchup is Jaguars hosting the Los Angeles Chargers, and the reason that it's the big matchup is because of the way those seats are structured. That's five against four. I think if you look for any game to be an upset, this has got to be the one, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, well, you consider what it would be the upset. I mean, you know, I think the Chargers last I saw initially saw that they're a what, one and a half point favorite. So they're technically the favorite going on the road, even though the the, the Jacksonville Jaguars, because of the, the sitting process, are the higher seed. Um, but I think this is going to be a heck of a ball game because, you know, to me, playoff football comes down to coaching and quarterback. And right now, I have no idea what the Chargers' plan has been this season. I mean, what they've done offensively with Justin Herbert has been to just dial him back. I mean, we've seen him beat Justin Herbert at times, but most of the season, he's been a game manager. And that's not what Justin Herbert is. I really don't like what they've done offensively. And and Brandon Staley looks like a completely different cat from what he was a year ago. I don't know what he is. But I do know that Doug Peterson is a hardened, tested playoff coach and he's also creative as all get out and he can manage a quarterback so even though i i would give justin herbert the edge over trevor lawrence doug peterson gets gets the edge in this one to me i i think the jaguars pull this one out i think they win at home I, it's going to be a close one i think but I, I i think doug finds a way to get it done i i happen to agree with you i think it's gonna be tough and i'm gonna breathe a sigh of relief just for us and our ongoing coverage of this particular team because I'd like to see them go deeper in this playoff because honestly especially if Mike Williams were able to come back we know he's hurt Joey Bosa's hurt for the Chargers if they were to miraculously get healthy get through this game that matchup for the Chiefs playing them would be very difficult in my opinion to beat them again this season is that a worry for you in terms of like who they might have to play is that the the bigger concern my bigger concern as Chiefs fans is be careful because, you know, the expression, when the gods wish to punish us, they answer our prayers. <laughs> Just because you're saying you don't want to place the Chargers a third time means guarantees that if you face the Jaguars, they're going to come in here and give the Chiefs all that they can handle. Uh, and probably for the aforementioned reason that I mentioned, you know, Chiefs got a lot of rookies who are going to be getting their first taste of playoff football. Jacksonville got their first taste of playoff football last week. I mean, that was a playoff game between them and the Titans. Mm-hmm. And and frankly, if you, you scanned around and you watched some football games last week, you saw that those play-in games were tougher and faster and better than the action you saw in some other contests. I mean, that that even even though uh, uh, the Titans and Jacksonville had to coach that game down to a slugfest, that was still better, more entertaining, and faster football than you saw from the Chiefs and the Raiders. I mean, that was just a different level. So it's already started. So I don't know if I would be real excited about facing the Jaguars in this situation. I think they could pull. I think they could. They could scare the Chiefs. Whereas the Chargers, I get why people, why Chiefs fans are scared of them because the Chargers always play the Chiefs. Chiefs close. But guess what? Chargers almost always lose. So it's a plus. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I get where you're coming from. <laughs> We're, we're going to talk predictions and, and such, what we think is going to co- happen here and how we see this playoff bracket working out here on the backside of this. But first, a word from our friends at Prize Picks because they are something cool. I think you guys are really going to get into them because they do something completely different. And let me do it this way. 
our friends at Pride Press do things completely different. It's daily fantasy sports on its own, and it's really unique. Right now, the playoff line is Justin Herbert at 279.5 and Trevor Lawrence at 245.5. Those are set by prize picks. All you got to do is decide whether those players are going to go more or less. You pick two to five players, you put them together, and that's an entry, and you can win 10 times your bet on that entry. You can play all the major sports, but this is prime NFL playtime for daily fantasy sports you want to check that out it's 60 seconds or less it's fast it's easy and it's safe in 30 states and canada all you have to do is get the prize picks app from any app store or get into prizepicks.com to play daily fantasy sports when you do and you want to make a deposit use our code locked on because that will get you 100 deposit bonus if you put in 50 you get 50 you put in 100 you get 100 up to 100 that is the maximum all you have to do is use that code locked on at prizepicks.com See, I even gave you a little bit of break there. That's kind of fun, right? Um, I, this is the fun part for me. Like, just gut feeling prediction time. I think the Jags do pull it out. Do you? Yeah, I think they do. I mean, I, I, I certainly think that they get past the Chargers, which is, would make mean they're going to be coming there in that divisional round. And I think that's going to be a good game. I, I do as well. That said, it's also hard for me to predict that anybody else in the top four seeds is going to lose do you think that it is chalk and none of the wild cards are able to win i mean it's a bad bet to think of the bet chalk in the nfl these days because certainly the last couple of seasons has told us that eh, chalk isn't what it used to be um but no in the afc i mean i think that i think there's just a difference i mean the top first of all the, f- the first three teams are just better than everybody else so i mean it's a, if any of the Two of the three seeds in Buffalo and Cincinnati get knocked off in week one. It's going to really surprise me. But and, and to me, I mean, home field and coaching probably is going to make advantage in that Jacksonville Chargers game. I mean, the Chargers, I think, are the best of the group the rest of the way. Um, if they were playing at home, might think differently. But, no, I think I, Jacksonville, probably a mild upset, but they are the higher seed, so let's go with them. Okay. I will say this. I think the Bills have enough fuel to last them through the Super Bowl. I don't think we can expect them to let their guard down against a lesser seed. The Bengals, I'm not so sure of. That is a a divisional rival that's kind of got your number that limited you to just an 11-point win last week without their star quarterback. Now they expect him back. If anybody's going to be an upset, I think it's the Ravens. Am I wrong? No, I can see it. I mean, and if, and if Lamar is playing and he's healthy and can play the entire game, yeah, that's a di- that's the difference maker. I mean, I, I don't think that the Ravens can get it done without Lamar being healthy and, and playing the full game. But otherwise, yeah, I mean, no, there's there's no, no there's no doubt. I mean, I think it's going to be tougher going into Cincinnati and getting that done. Um, Bengals won that one fair and square. I mean, there was no coin flip involved, so they, right. they got to secure that one. They won it in week 18. Um, and that's the, that's the other tough part is that, you know, playing a team back-to-back. You know, you talk about playing a team three times in one season, talk about playing a team in back-to-back weeks. That makes it tougher to win the second one around. So, yeah, there you you could certainly talk me into the Ravens winning that game. And I think it'll be closer, obviously, than, than Bills and Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't worry, I'll keep talking to you. It, we'll, we'll get it there. I'm, I'm also, there's a whole other side of the bracket that we should discuss. And obviously, I'm pulling for um, a Kelsey Super Bowl. Uh, for Eagles versus Chiefs. That's what I'm looking for. They are also off. But intriguing games on that side. Dallas versus Tampa Bay. I don't see the Bucks being able to compete with Dallas Hardly at all. Am I under? Am I undercutting the goat here in being able to get back into the playoffs? We probably both are because I'm just so hostile at the concept that the Buccaneers are in the playoffs. Period. <laughs> I mean, 
They won a division, so I guess they have to be there. You have to include them, but that team does not deserve to be in the playoffs. Now, I, I mean, I can't make a case for any other eight and nine or nine and eight teams. I mean, if you're that bad, you probably don't deserve to be in the playoffs either. But I'll let it go. I'll get over it. And I just I have questions about the Cowboys. I mean, I don't entirely know how they're doing it. I just don't get it. I mean, I look at that team and I'm like, this to me feels like a 500 team. I don't quite know how they're pulling it off. So to me, they probably are a level team with the with the Buccaneers. And then you have to go to the GOAT. I don't, like I said, I don't think that the Buccaneers belong, but something tell I, I, I the Cowboys should win that game, but the more and more I think about it, I mean, I made a prediction earlier today that that, that the Cowboys would win, and now I'm talking myself into it like two hours later, and I think the Bucs may pull this off. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm going to go against you. I, I think that the Cowboys do win this game rather handily, in my opinion, but then it comes to the next week, and that's what I'm really interested in. Niners look like the best team in the field to me, especially with Jalen Hurts hurt. But they play the Seahawks, who had to scratch and fight just to get in. Do you see any way that Seattle can upset them? I mean, not really. And I mean, not unless the the 49ers just go out and lay a complete stinker. And, you know, and Brock Purdy reveals that, you know, he is Brock Purdy at all. Um, That's really the only thing I think that can stop the 49ers. They're the best defense in that conference. They've been playing the best football overall. Um, they've been an absolute role ever since that they got that got trounced by the Chiefs. Uh, they've been a different team since then, and I certainly didn't see that coming. I mean, I thought that the you know making the move from McCaffrey was a move to desperation. They were really banged up. They were not healthy at that time, and since then everything has just gone their way. Uh, I think they are far and away the better team than Seattle. So I think that one's going to be an easy would be an easy one. Now I'm going to pull for Seattle because I'd like to see um, them have to play the Eagles for the reason that this next one is what I really want is I want the Dallas Cowboys to have to play the New York giants again, because I think the giants can beat the Vikings. And after what they just did last week, I think that's a great matchup. Am I absolutely nuts to think that the the Vikings would fall to the New York giants? I mean, you're not because, and, and once again, I mean, this is a little bit of my disdain for maybe the NFC in general, because I, I mean, the 49ers might be exactly who their record says that they are. I am not sold that any other team is who they say they are. I mean, I don't think that the NFC East is all that in a bag of chips, which, you know, if that's the case, and, and, and the NFC East is what they have generally been the last few years, which is a 500 division where everybody's kind of the same. And this is just a year that a couple of breaks go the, go the way. I mean, the, the, the Eagles – I mean, their metrics say that they're a good team. So I will I will give them that. But the Giants and the Vikings are the exact same team. I mean, it's just that one of them won a bunch of games for some reason, and the other one's 500. Uh, I mean, the, the, the Vikings are a complete enigma. So I don't know which one's going to show up. I mean, I think that the ceiling of the Vikings is obviously much better than the Giants. I think that they're probably playing slightly better football right now than the Giants. But like I said, they are one and the same team. So that to me is probably a coin flip. So given all these prognostications that nobody cares about because it's the NFC, sorry, folks, we had to go through this exercise (laughs) to get to this point. Who do you see emerging? Say the Chiefs can run it and they get to another Super Bowl. Who do you see being their opponent? 
I mean, I, I think it'll end up being the, the uh, Philly and San Francisco in the NFC Championship. And I'm with you. I want to see Philly and Kansas City because that's got the best storylines. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen San Francisco and Kansas City. And even though, hey, there's probably only about 12 guys on the 49ers who are still there from that Super Bowl team, there'd still be some salt in the wound. So, you know, I don't know if you want to see them again. I think you'd rather, rather I think an Eagles Chiefs Super Bowl would be very, very entertaining. I think it's going to be 49ers and Chiefs. Dude, okay. I'm going to say think? the opposite. Where are you going? I'm going to be different. I'm going to, be different. <laughs> I'm going to say that the, the newness of Jalen Hurts is going to get it done because I do think that Brock Purdy's been great, but I think he he is going to be challenged here in, in the next level of play in the NFL. So let's see what happens, folks. Leave us your predictions. Who wins this week? Who maybe gets to the Super Bowl on the NFC side? We want to know from you. Leave it in the YouTube's comments, like, sub, and hit the bell over there and check us out on the audio. You can come over there. If you're an audio listener and you've never seen me and Matt have a discussion before, jump on the YouTube channel. It's uh, it's entertaining at times, I have to tell you. Matt, thanks for the time and enjoy your, your lighter week. Absolutely. And looking forward to Wild Card Weekend. Let's have some fun. Let's do it, folks. You have a great one. We'll be back with you tomorrow. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.